0: We. Are. I. Good morning, everybody. so, we got creativity here this morning. And, you know, the nice thing about creativity is it's a topic that can be light and fun and airy and, you know, really goes to show that we just don't need every single one of these topics. Um, nor is there any value in every one of these topics being heavy and deep thought provoking and, you know, really forces us to challenge who we are. You know, but I look at creativity and they made a really good point, um, you know, in the video and in this course is saying, like, why is creativity for kids and artists? You know, it is a really good point because we, we do tend to look at that or, you know, even if we don't, we can see why that narrative makes sense. You know, like we encourage kids to be creative, you know, but then all of a sudden we get to like a certain point in life and usually that's when the adult side kicks in where we have to abandon all of these ideas, you know, when that we teach our children and creativity is one of them. You know, it's still fascinating to me, like through this course, how much I learned that, you know, we we instill certain principles and we nurture certain concepts in our children. But then we get to this magical numerical age. There's nothing to do with life experience, biological age, experience, know-how, understanding. And then we immediately have to turn a lot of these things off. You know, because we have to be an adult now. We have to live this adult life versus just living life, period. And just understanding that, you know, we have, we have, different, we have different zones of life that create different understanding and different life experience. And, you know, like creativity is one of these. And when I was thinking about this topic yesterday in regards to creativity, is simply when you look at it, how many people are terrified to change their occupation. How many people are terrified to start something new because of the amount of change that happens? And a lot of that has to do with just being creative of like how you can really love every component of your life or just be able to enjoy your life. Because creativity to me is linked with enjoyment and expression. You know, it helps get a lot of, you know, clutter out of the mind and it really helps nurture some of the best parts of our of our heart and our mind and our soul and our energy and it just allows us another avenue to be able to feel fulfilled. You know, in creativity there's a, a lot of areas where we can where we can be creative, but as adults, how many of us are doing that? But how many times now do you see you know like groups of friends taking an art class or like a book club or, you know, things like this that just spark on creativity. And the one thing that I've learned through, you know, hosting WeRi for the last two years is that there's a lot of very small pocketed communities around more artisan activities, you know, like people getting into, you know, uh, beer making, wine making, cider making, spirits you know, gym communities uh, little farmer market communities you know, again, book clubs, painting clubs you know, um, places that are opening up that have to, that facilitate people playing board games and you know, just all of these things where you're creating these micro communities like woodworking, furniture making like you see these things starting to come back out because people need to be creative and sitting in a in a corner in an office, in a cubicle, you know, for eight hours, they day sitting in a car for another two, you know, watching Netflix and not even remotely tapping into the creativeness of your mind. We're not expressing that. But you see the need for, you know, people moving out of big cities and onto acreages and farms and moving out of big cities into smaller cities, you know, moving from the lower mainland into the interior and onto Vancouver Island. You know, people making things with their hands you see a trend coming, it's there. You see this trend that's that's got a good coal base to it and you start to throw the, the big logs on this fire so that it lasts, like you see this coming. You know, in COVID-19 and all of this displacement, I think it enhances that because it makes you realize that if you don't have a job to go to, you need to use your hands, you need to use your mind for something to make yourself useful to yourself, but make yourself useful to society because you may need to be able to trade one of these services, one of these goods, this thing that you can offer, this thing that you've created with your hands or your mind or your heart. Like, this is where we're at. So then I ask, like, do you know what sets your creativity on fire? Like, do you know what it is? And I look at it is simply to the fact that when was the last time any of us read a book and used our imagination to understand what was going on on the page? But we encourage our kids to do that. How many times do we now listen to audiobooks when we're driving because it's just a better use of time? But we can't completely zone out and get into that book. We're driving. So are we really tapping into that creativity? Like how many times have you written a letter or written something instead of a text or an email? There's something, there's a certain component of that that allows you to be able to be creative the way that your A's look and the way that your T's are crossed and the way that your I's are dotted. My point behind this is that creativity doesn't have a singular face. It's not a singular thing, it's not four children. It's not four artists. It's not this, this category that like, creativity is everything. Creativity is, you know, how your pictures are hung on the wall. You know, creativity is how your furniture is organized. Creativity is what your clothes look like. You know, creativity is what you've done to your car. Like there's, there's so many ways to be able to represent creativity, but I feel there's a void of creativity of life creativity of what we are doing with our lives. It comes back to our purpose, our understanding, our fulfillment. We're missing a portion of these things because we're lacking creativity with our day-to-day life, what we're doing every day. The reason why children and artists are so successful with creativity it's because they haven't set boundaries on what they think creativity is, or what creativity looks like, what it what's it's represented as. You know, when an artist looks at their canvas and they just take that paintbrush or that bucket of paint and they just splash it on and swipe here and slash there and add this layer of color, they're being creative. When a when a child just freely says whatever's on their mind or, you know, has a horrid combination of clothes, you know, like they just, there's no boundaries to their creativity. So when and why do we set that? When and why does that become relevant that we need to create boundaries for creativity? What I learned in this course is when they said that creativity is a basic profound component for mental health. That there's measurable results in an increase of mental health by being creative. When I heard that, it brought me back to like how many of these very simple things that make us more balanced in regards to mental health that most people aren't doing these days, or that we all were doing a little bit of every single day that a lot of us aren't doing at all. Physical activity increases mental health, creativity increases mental health, community increases mental health. And we're missing out on so many of these. And again, being creative is only a piece of that mental health puzzle. But if you flex it a little bit, it's gonna help. It's gonna help us all. And that should be the value in it alone is exercising that creativity. When you're a creative, when you do something that really inspires you, you feel it. I know that you do, we all do. We're built and designed that way. Because we all know creativity simply makes us feel good. Have a wonderful day.